So what if you're single? You're never alone in the single soul circle. Join us as we hear from singles who will inspire you and help you face the unique challenges and opportunities of the single life. I'm your host, Heidi Fry. Thank you for joining us for the special Valentine's Day episode. For Valentine's Day in the Single Soul Circle, we're going to celebrate. I decided to reach out to my listeners and ask them to provide some advice and stories to help us celebrate this special day. I want to thank Diane, Marnie, Bob, Holly, Carol, Susie, and those who wish to remain anonymous. I really appreciate how open you've been and vulnerable to share your wisdom with us today. The first question I asked is, what is one thing that has happened in your life that would not have been possible had you not been single? It was the ability to walk the Camino de Santiago de Compostela, five weeks, 500 miles across Spain. The freedom to walk and to be part of another country, a walking community of pilgrims. When I came back to America, I looked at my life I looked at the road I had been on and up that pathway and decided it was time. It was time to get off that road and to cut myself another road. And so I did. I left everything I knew behind me and I moved to Whidbey Island, Washington, where I found another community. I bought a home and established that for myself. It wasn't easy. There were unexpected expenses and challenges and decisions and anxieties, but I did it. I had become a pilgrim on the Camino, and I'm continuing that even now. That's what I'm celebrating come Valentine's Day. Estoy solo peregrina. So for me, it's not one big thing. It's lots of little things. It's the ability to meet new people, explore new places and see where life takes you. I'm a very social person, but also an introvert at times. And I honestly believe that being single has helped reinforce these two opposing personality traits. On the one hand, it's helped me be more spontaneous, go away with friends and family whenever it suits and on my terms. But also it's helped in my ability to switch off, relax, read books and spend time alone, which I think is precious. But if there was one thing that's happened as a result of being single, I'd say it's actually being more me, being true to myself, and having not to pretend to be anyone else. I think the most impactful thing that's happened in my life from being single is that I've had the opportunity to take classes that I really enjoy that often involve travel, and I get to take the trips by myself and do what I want to do in my free time. And I find that really enjoyable. I would say personal growth, really getting in touch with who I really am at my core, aside from all the expectations that had been laid on me and past indoctrinations. I would agree with those responses. I know travel is really a big one for me. I love to do the solo travel. And there's a lot of different things I like about it. I get to pick where I want to go. And it's a lot of good time to really look inside myself and have that time to reflect. And also to meet new people from different countries and different backgrounds. So that's one thing I know I really enjoy as well. 
And one of the other things I think I've been able to do being single is to be a mentor. And I mentored some high school girls and it was just an amazing experience. And if I were in a relationship, maybe I wouldn't have felt I had time to do that. So that's been something that's been so impactful on my life and hopefully theirs as well. The second question is, what is the best gift you have ever given yourself? The best gift I've ever given myself is physical therapy. When my group fitness instructor and I were talking one day after class, he suggested I look into sports physical therapy as a way to improve my mobility and keep working out as hard and intensely as I wanted to. After my first visit, my new chiropractor and physical therapy team wanted to see me for at least 10 visits to ensure that I had enough training and education to create a healthy at-home and habit-based routine. After insurance, my co-pays were going to be about $30 for each visit, and I almost bailed instantly. After thinking it over and attending my second appointment, it became clear that this really could be a fantastic investment in myself. And since it was around Christmas time, I decided it would be a $300 gift for myself. It's basically been like 10 personal training sessions focused on my health, mobility, and strength training. I created habits that will last a lifetime, and I'm proud of the money and the time that I invested. With the help of my PT team, I was able to address some longstanding physical issues and barriers, and I really feel incredible today, able to condition and train as hard as I'd like to. It was a fantastic gift that benefited no one else but me and is the purest definition of a healthy choice that I made. About 10 years ago, I bought myself a really beautiful topaz ring. Topaz is my birthstone, and uh, I don't know that I would have been able to treat myself had I been in a relationship. I bought myself a brand new Honda Shadow Phantom, which is a, a motorcycle, a cruiser. The reason why I bought myself that gift was because I wanted to conquer my fears of riding a motorcycle, so I took a motorcycle class and passed that, got my license, and I was able to really take a look at being independent, being able to ride a motorcycle, probably break some uh, barriers in terms of individuals' perceptions of females on motorcycles. I know that's since changed. I know that within my social circle, that individuals are typically surprised when they know that tidbit of information, but it really gave me empowerment to be able to conquer that fear and then also enjoy writing. The best gift I've ever given to myself is self-acceptance, which came through the finding myself. And I did that through cleaning up my past. I love the variety of answers to this question, the importance of investing in your health, and you can do that in so many different ways, you know, maybe even massage or some healthy meals and things like that, or maybe you can buy yourself a Peloton. And Marnie's answer about the topaz ring, you were able to pick out exactly what you wanted, because I know I was in a relationship at one time and asked for jewelry and then got a necklace I didn't even like, so that's great to be able to pick out what you want. And to Carol for facing your fears with getting a motorcycle, and then Susie for sharing about self-acceptance and what a deep and powerful gift that is as well. The third question is, how do you demonstrate self-love? I demonstrate self-love by doing for myself what I would do for others. Or for instance, if I was having company over, 
what I would do for them. So that could be anywhere from I don't just wait till company comes over to dress nice to making myself a full meal, you know, for instance, a full turkey meal. I get razzed for that quite often. You're making yourself a full turkey meal just for you? What do you mean just for me? I'm just as important as if you were coming over. I love that story that you treat yourself to the turkey dinner. I think we all need to treat ourselves well. And someone once told me that you should treat yourself the way your ideal partner would treat you. So for me, I know one of the things I like to do is to go to Trader Joe's and pick up flowers. And I just did that a couple weeks ago and the cashier asked, are these for you? And I said, yes, they are. And on the meal subject, I also do like to take myself out to dinner. And sometimes when it's restaurant week, I'll just go by myself and sit at the bar and have my three course meal and just enjoy it. So I think that's great to celebrate yourself. Our last question is, other than romantic relationships, is there an important relationship in your life you could celebrate on Valentine's Day? Valentine's Day in our family is always celebrated for everyone. It's never just about romance, but we would wake up and mom would have special red heart pancakes or little candies next to our cereal. And so we continue the tradition and always send stuff to my niece and nephew about love and how much I love them so that they know that love is not necessarily just about romance, but about all the people you care about in your life. I've been highly considering celebrating the relationship that I have with myself. I have grown a lot over the past six months to a year. I have begun to realize my value and my worth and also that I'm my biggest supporter. I don't think I really had that mentality prior to a year ago. I think that I've been sort of programmed to believe that potentially I was not good enough or I didn't meet certain expectations that people had of me and really not embracing who I am and the unique qualities and characteristics that I possess and also what I bring to the table. So I think that this Valentine's Day, it will be a good time for me to just kind of reflect on my accomplishments. Uh, really start to think of what I'd like to do moving forward and really just making a concerted effort to be that supporter of myself and giving myself that encouragement every day. I love Holly's example about how we can have an impact on children's lives and Carol for talking about how she will celebrate the relationship with herself. Another relationship I think that's important to celebrate on Valentine's Day is our friendships. And last year, one of my friends surprised me and stopped by and brought some heart-shaped balloons and flowers, and it was just such a nice way to recognize our friendship and one of my most memorable Valentine's Days, for sure. Another relationship you could celebrate is with your coworkers. Even if your coworkers might be married or have a boyfriend or girlfriend, they might not get any great gifts or treats from their uh, Valentine. So you could be the hero and maybe bring some donuts or something else to the office. Thank you to my wonderful guests for all of the information that you provided. I know I learned so much and I'm sure our listeners have as well. I also encourage you to check out the show notes where I have some links to some of our guests who have their own podcasts, coaching businesses, and other ventures. So check that out. 
And we'll end our podcast with a greeting from Bob in Manchester. Happy Valentine's Day to everyone who's listening. Thank you for listening to the Single Soul Circle podcast. If you'd like to be a guest or have an idea for a guest, email me at singlesoulcircle at gmail.com and be sure to check out our blog at singlesoulcircle.com. 